This is Marisol. Um, thanks for listening. This week, in lieu of a blog, um, I am doing a podcast because I love podcasting, and it's called Marisol's Login Podcast or Podcast and Blog or whatever. <laughs> uh, that laugh you hear behind me is my very dear, dear friend, Beth uh, Lennon, who has joined me on previous podcasts. My most successful podcast. Hey, Marisol. I know. I love that. I love that aspect. <laughs> um, so we are doing a podcast today, and um, it is January 25th. 25th. Yeah, I know. Hi. I'm good. We always said we were going to do like a lot of different podcasts and we never seem to be able to get it together, but it's the 25th of January. It seems like the start of a year. How was, how's the start of your year gone? <laughs> I always have to pause when people ask me questions. Like, do you really want to know kind of thing? <laughs> um, it's been going well. It's, it's been beautiful here in Wilmington, North Carolina. I mean, right now we're at your beautiful home and it's like 70 degrees outside. Yeah. Blue skies. Yeah, it's a gorgeous day. Just makes it nice. Yeah. I'm in detox mode. Um, I I needed a detox 2016. From all your toxing? From all my toxing. Um, like most people. I yeah. mean, I don't do resolutions and yeah. stuff, but, you know, I think as you get older, you see the same resolutions. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I put down the wine bottle for a few days. The resolution that I have that I realized I have every single year for the last 15 years is get my um, pictures in order. (laughs) (laughs) Every year I'm like, and I devise a plan and I like, it just always falls by the wayside. But, and you're going to laugh about this because I did this, I did work with some of my photos and I was thinking that my resolution this year or my project this year would be to get my photos in order. But I think the reason that it might actually succeed this year, and I'm not sure, so check back with me in 2018, but I think for the past long time, I felt like I needed, I, I wanted to do it because I felt like I needed to do it. Like it was just a task. That like needed to be done, like fold the laundry or like, clean paint the dining room or something like that. And um, but this year, because of you know some life events and my son, you know all my children getting old, I look at these photos and I'm like, I really want to get them. Like I want to get them together. And that was you know I, you know last year when Preston went to college, he you know I wanted to get some photos together for like a shit little slideshow and I really just couldn't do it because it was just so or disorganized so I sort of I have some smaller projects that I think are manageable that's the only like resolution that I'm willing to like put out there because they're just always yeah. futile but I have a project I have to um, get caught up on my scrapbooking <laughs> Project. I I air quoted people, so you know. Um, the funny thing about scrapbooking is when I first had the twins, somewhere in my fucked up brain, I thought that to be a good mother meant, aside from taking up all those shitload of pictures, <laughs> was that I had the scrapbook up. 
an, incra- an incredibly gorgeous, sticker-filled, very detail-oriented scrapbook of every event uh, for each child. It's exhausting. And I tried. Like, I've done, like, two pages and had the realization that, like, this was just... See, yeah. that's you being really authentic with yourself early on in the game. I went years. Like, I'm not a craft person. I don't like crafts. I'm not... I. I I'm not a, you know, AC Moore, or I don't you know if you can say people don't, you know, yeah. edit that out. <laughs> I'm not a craft store person. Um, if you know me, I think nowadays you'd be like, you scrap, like, interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm? like, that doesn't seem to go with, you know, the tattoos and the podcast <laughs> and the blog. Um, but I just thought I had to do it, and I did it, and it was a, it was a job. I didn't. I, I didn't. There were some aspects that were okay about it, which was I did get to socialize with some, you know, of my friends um, that were really into it as well. Um, but anyway, they, I had these great books for a few years, and then I had the third child, and I did <laughs> one book after that, yeah. maybe, and then it was done. I was done, and then I got a divorce, and I remember in the divorce, you know, you clear out yeah. all your stuff. I, like... Sold it, gave it away. <laughs> yeah, I remember like, that. <laughs> I think that I that was that was anxiety inducing for me. For you, I'm like, what? You're you know you're getting rid of all of that stuff because but you were ready you know, to I let just, it go. I, yeah, you know the whole shitty camping out is really a, a effort every day to be who I am. Right. As a, I mean, I don't succeed daily, but I'm just saying that's in you know that's that's not who I am. Yeah. I, I was just. Something that was hanging in the corner making me feel constantly guilty. I didn't, you know, didn't enjoy it. And it was done. It was done except till this year when my third child now who's going to be 11 is like, so why don't you scrapbook anymore? The twins have so much more scrapbooks. So her birthday's coming up and I'm going to do a a cheerleading (laughs) (laughs) because she's a cheerleader. Cheerleading scrapbook for her birthday. It's coming up. I don't know if, like, I think if you ask my friends, I I don't know how it would fall between, like, how it would fall out, but I think there are friends that would expect me to have, like, perfectly aligned scrapbooks up to this month, like, from the dawn of time, and then I think the majority of my friends um, would expect exactly what it is, which is bins of... Um, photographs randomly thrown into boxes <laughs> with no rhyme or reason with like old receipts and like third grade papers and yeah. I remember, <laughs> trash. Because you do, you do have this resolution every year because I remember when you renovated this house whatever oh, year 2005. Okay, so whatever you renovated, well, you, there was a, you made a room, which I think eventually became some uh, homework room or something, mm-hmm. but it was a room and you're like, this is this is gonna, this is where it's all gonna go down. <laughs> this is where this is where the picture organization is gonna happen. And I, you cannot see that room today. That's funny. Because let me guarantee you that no organization has happened. And like the dawn of like you know digital photos, I you know I've you know I think I was a late adopter to that. I think. I mean, like, not 
really, really late, but I was still shooting like film. You had a nice camera, and you like take. You were good. Well, and I think that's part of my problem is that I take more photos than I think the average person. Although the like having the iPhone has really cut into that a little bit, but. But, so it's not a, re- a resolution, but just a general idea of something that I, I think I really actually want to get sort of done. <laughs> I, don't, I can't even, like, say it with a straight face. But, um, so you're detoxing. I'm detoxing. I'm in serious, like, self-care mode. Yeah. I am taking care of myself. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> From head to toe. Um, yeah, I came out of Christmas, um... January tends to always kind of be a, like a weird month. I, I don't, um, I was uh, saying like off, off mic how people that have football to look for, you know, like you go from Christmas and all the celebrations right. and all the part to like football season. Mm-hmm. I, I don't go on that train. <laughs> right. I just don't watch football. <laughs> I, I really don't like, like, the sound of it, the whole, I don't, you know, yeah. it's not my thing. It's same thing. So I'm kind of on that other train where January is just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Because really, like, in January, if you wanted to continue the party, you definitely could because it's a lot of football. And then, you know, college basketball, and we live in a college state, college basketball state, you know, it, that is really ramping up. So if you're into that, like it just the party can just continues. So yeah, the party ended. My party <laughs> ended, and now I'm taking care of it. Um, but no, it's been and plus, you know, um, I also knew post the election that I was gonna the inauguration was gonna be a hard time for me. You uh-huh. know, like right. I needed to get ready and take care of myself and not get triggered by you know, the news and social media and just my own personal feelings. Like I, I was a huge Hillary supporter. I mean, like in the trenches, um, yeah. you know, people in my house constantly calling, dialing months before the election. So it was a hard loss for me. And, um, I knew that I had to, I had to mentally prepare myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, for it, and I did, and I, I'm actually pretty, you know, based on my Facebook feed, pretty happy with how I, where I'm at. You know, <laughs> what is it, January 25th, the, yeah. the weekend, the week after. Um, so, so that leads yeah. us into our. Well, I think like a, um, yeah, healthy sort of break from like Facebook and the news is can sometimes be really. Like yeah. beneficial because I have like really taken a break. I just the thing about like what's you know regardless of what side you fall on. Um, for me, like the hard the anxiety of it, like the thing that makes me upset is like this this the divisiveness. Like, um, and I could uh, certainly there are like certainly examples for every um, like exa- like for every side, but um, just people arguing and just not being able to find like any common ground one way or another and that's like the it's not like who won as much as like how divisive it is like just that we're like like farther and farther apart and then like seeing my own personal like Facebook feed just like you know lots of just lots of hate 
all the way around. Yeah, I'm. It's just not a fun place to go right now and be. I'm in my personal Facebook. On either side, I mean, I have friends on, on both sides. Friends who voted for him and friends who didn't. And all I, I mean, I just feel like all I see is a lot of the pain and suffering and anger and sadness. And mm-hmm. I just hate that. I hate mm-hmm. that. And I, I understand it's it. It's hard. I empathize with it. Um, but I, I can't consume it daily. And then when, like, everyone, I'll give you examples of my personal Facebook feed. I have a, a lot of liberal friends. So, you know, a lot of female friends, a lot of friends who are not happy, who are just like, you know, and I get it. I, I had a personal Facebook post which said, you know, I'm really, really, I have to take a break because I'm really, you know, this is sad to me. And I was like leading up to the inauguration. And then I checked out inauguration weekend. I was like, I'm out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because I, um, I didn't watch media. I was, I was in a Netflix mood. I didn't, um, consume it and I didn't want to because it's just everyone processing their shit mm-hmm. on Facebook um I can I it just starts to affect me where right. I start to get sad and I and, and it's not a blanket statement because I have one or two friends who are really processing their political shit online online yeah. but in a in a way that I think is healthy and great like there and then there are some who are just like everything that he's that occurs every single day there, you know, or I'm getting yelled at, you know, to like call and do this and be an active. And that, that personally is aggravating because, you know, with the blog specifically, when I write anything about the politics, it's very interesting. That it's my liberal um, readers who have the most commentary, the most, the, the most negative commentary. Okay, the only yeah. negative commentary I've received has been about my political <laughs> posts um, from liberals who, when I was like, I don't even remember, I think it was called, I don't remember. I know I was like just annoyed with the whole not my president hashtag. And, yeah. Um, you know, just kind of thrown out my, don't, I get frustrated with Democrats because I don't think they're very good at marketing or optics. You know? Right. Um, i.e. the Women's March. Beautiful thing, sentiment, 100% behind it, everything. Pussycat knit. <laughs> I just like, did we think about that? Did we think it all the way through? Did we think what that's going to look like 20 years? You know, I'm probably going to get a hateful <laughs> email about this. <laughs> that's what consumes me when I'm seeing all that stuff is the thinking of it. And, um, and it's not helpful for me. Yeah. So, and I'm, I love my age. I love being 43 and I love being at a point in my life where I know my politics. I don't need anyone else to, right. not, you know, I can have a great, you and I have had countless conversations about, you know, we can go to the policy point to something broader. Um, and I love having polite intellectual, right. you know, honest conversations. Discussions. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to have a Fox News, MSNBC conversation there. I don't do that anymore. Yeah. That does not make me happy. <laughs> well, I think it was, I, it was probably during the Bush years that, um, I think, I think your therapist told you to like, stop watching the news. It was yoga. It was a yoga teacher. That oh. said, be mindful of what you consume with yeah. your eyes. Um, because that's going to also affect how your body feels. And then, you know, I spent a lot of years trying to learn to yeah. feel my feelings yeah. through therapy. Yoga. <laughs> <laughs> 
I I think when I was like, I think I need a break. Is I was, you know, it's like the internet is a rabbit hole, and you can just, you know, I'm gonna jump on and look at my, you know, what my friends are eating for dinner, and then like an hour later, you're like crying. <laughs> but I think I knew I needed a break. Is I it was after Trump had done his press conference, the one before the inauguration. And he, I think he was at Trump Tower, and he was in front of, like, all the flags. And I think that Obama had given his, like, farewell address, like, a night or two before. And so it was, um, the, the photo on Facebook was, isn't it nice to see, like, President, or President-elect Trump standing in front of the American flag, and, you know, not like Barack Obama, not a flag in sight, and then after that, chaos ensued. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that they're still arguing about that, um, you know, two weeks later. Um, and there were flags, but it was just, it was just interesting that that was, I'm like, what is, I just, <sighs> I, I was like, I just need a break. So yeah. I'm, a, I'm a, like, I, I had a routine of, after I dropped my kids off at, uh, to school, coming home, getting that second cup of coffee, sit down, and before I start on the emails or whatever I'm working on, check Facebook. What's, yeah. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> what are my people doing? And I, it used to be like a five, ten minute thing that I enjoyed doing. Not anymore. Like I, it's, I log on and it's, you know, a combination of being told who to call, where to call, what's, you know, 10 people. Who's not wearing the flag pins? Yeah. I, I get less of that. I, yeah. you know, I did a huge, I didn't unfriend anyone because of politics or anything. I was actually interviewed on Australian NPR and my whole thing was how I was like, I'm not going to lose friends over an election. Right. Yeah. No, um, me either. Yeah. And I, I've actually seen a couple of um, conservative friends go off Facebook. Like say I'm I'm out. Um, just can't yeah. take. I've seen it, it. It seems to like cross party line that people are just sort of tired. But I didn't followed anyone who was going to probably have a post like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and not because I don't, but I, that's their you know that. But it, I've also unfollowed some friends on the other spectrum who are either really really angry or really really sad because I I get it. That's where they are. That's absolutely where they are and they but that's not where I am like mm-hmm. I'm not I was devastated with the results and I do get upset with daily with you know um things but it doesn't affect my whole day I don't <clears throat> I've learned enough to know that my every single day my day-to-day happiness cannot be tied into the political system in the United States right. of America because I did that during the Bush years. <laughs> and that wasn't and healthy. It wasn't, yeah. yeah. Which well, is, I, I, I'm really proud of myself for, because you, like, you, during the Bush years, there's a, a picture I wanted to throw up on Facebook and I didn't. But there was, my son was sitting up, so maybe nine months old. I probably could figure it out if I stopped and did the math. But yeah. he's wearing a onesie and I made the anti-Bush I onesie. I remember that, Yes. And I, we live in a very conservative town. I've been, you know, against the grain for, you know, 16, 17 years. I'm, I'm, I've done all, everything that people are starting to do, some people now processing their, I did that during the Bush years. 
yeah. so I don't have that. I don't have that anger. Anyway. Yeah. Like I can have anger about specific policies and issues and, and what I believe I believe, but that's what I, the, to the greater point of, I love the 43s. I know my politics Yeah, and I don't, I know how to vote. I know how to get in touch with the people that I need to get in touch with for what I find important. And my issues are way off of what you see on mainstream media. To me, whatever media you want to call it, whatever channel, that's just, to me, like, you're going to get mad about this, this thing, when all this other stuff is happening and we're not paying attention to it. Right. Um, well, he, uh, um, yeah, I think, I think just like sort of taking a break from that in general is like good for yeah, mental anyway, health. Just mental health. Yeah. I mean, I haven't sort of stopped, um, you know, I've been sort of like slowly weaning myself off of that kind of stuff. I mean, it's not like I don't look at it, but I don't think I've looked at Facebook today, which is like, um, you know, even like a couple of months ago, I would, that's the first thing I do in the morning. But my son, Preston, he, his phone died. Um, probably like January 5th and it just wouldn't turn on. Mm -hmm. And so we went to, I'm not going to, it's just a boring story, but he needed to send it back to Apple and they're going to replace it with a warranty. So he hasn't had a phone for 20 days and he can email me. Um, and we can text through like iMessage on the computer and, but he said he was going, he finally had an appointment at the Mac store, um, the Apple store this Friday, and, you know, they should send his phone off, so he should have a phone by next week, and, um, but he said it had been really sort of freeing, you know, and that he was just sort of living in the moment and not just always on his phone, and, which is, you know, interesting for an 18-year-old who has spent mm-hmm. his whole life Connected. on his phone. Yeah. You know, Whitley had to have her phone taken away for some reasons, and um, I could just tell a complete difference oh, in I, her. I know. It's, yeah, yeah. And so, like, if that's there, you know, if that's my 13-year-old's response and my 18-year-old, like, it's the same for me. Like, I find myself, like, depending more and more on it, and I just want to depend less and less and be, like, yeah. on it. So I feel like I'm. it's a pendulum because the technology is needed for all of us. Yeah. So I feel – because I used to read – Countless, I can't even tell you how many books. I mean, sometimes I yeah. read three to five books in a week. Like, I love reading. Yes. I love, love reading. And I will, I'm disappointed with yeah. how little I read. Like, I read what the bare minimum to pass through my book club. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even, well, I don't even need the bare minimum. Well, it's so much easier just to scroll, yeah. bend, bend, scroll Facebook or play a couple of games of Candy Crush and then go to bed instead of, like, actually reading something. So I'm trying to get into the habit again of reading. It's more important for me, for my kids to see me reading, which Mm -hmm. they have. They used to. We used to read together. Mm -hmm. Reading was a big component of, you know, our household. And it hasn't been. It hasn't been for a few years. So what are you reading these days? Um, And I, what am I reading? I have, um, I should know the name of it. Should have come prepared, and I didn't. And I'm sure I can look it up. It's a book about. It's going to be a movie right now. 
oh. the dog's your dog's purpose. Oh yeah, I, I I didn't read that, but I saw that was coming. I saw a trailer for that. It was it, good. You're reading it now. It's well, it's on my bedside table, looking at me. My dog <laughs> begging is, to be yeah, read. My dog has chewed uh, the corner of it, so I'm still working. I think I cried during the trailer. So like dog movies, uh, that's just like a no go for me because I just get too emotional about them and our dogs are like circling this table making noise and everything but um what are you reading um i read two good books um they're both sort of like bestsellery book club books the a man called ove or oh, yeah. ove? olaf olaf ove it's ove O-V. yeah i read ove. that one and um that was good and i read the nest yeah. and that was good it was sort of light it's about a the nest is actually an inheritance oh, okay. that is split between four adult children and sort of you know what every however why everybody needs it and it's not available to them for a lot of reasons and how they're going to try to get it back and so I enjoyed that it sort of got mixed reviews in my book club and then I'm trying to finish the Lady Elizabeth which is about Queen Elizabeth the first like back in the 1700s and she was the daughter of Anne Boleyn who got her head chopped off for not having a son and um, so it's historical fiction it's not fiction I mean it's I used not, to not love fiction. historical fiction I haven't read a historical fiction but yeah that's not really my genre so you're more into memoirs right? I, I, memoirs I love but I love watching historical fiction but um so I'm watching now it's, it's funny that it is historical fiction it's set in about the same time um Outlander? Have you heard? You've of told that? me about it. You were telling me about it. Well, it's a huge series of books, and it's uh, it sounds preposterous, but it's well done. Um, it's about a woman who time travels to from like 1945 England to 1750ish Scotland, and she is there. And um, but it's sort of crazy because it is like there is lots and lots of sex. <laughs> And that's why you're like, is I'm like, is this soft porn? I think this is soft. <laughs> that might be my next, my next uh, binge watching show. Um, yeah, I'm I'm in the throes of a Grey Anatomy um, oh, marathon yeah. that I can can't seem to quit it. I just can't, and it's yeah. probably border borderline unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> Like where where the can are you still watching? Keeps yeah. popping up, and I'm like, yes. quit shaming me, Netflix. <laughs> yes, I am. Well, the problem with Grey's Anatomy is that it's just so much. Like, I mean, like it's you can thirteen seasons, thirteen seasons, and it's still going. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it's well written. I, yeah. I I watched it years ago, mm-hmm. and then kind of fell off of it, and didn't it was didn't I hadn't watched it for a few years. Um. And so I just, I went back and started watching it, and then now I'm, I'm consumed with it. And, you know, I'm like, I, I want to make dreamy. I want someone like that. Oh, it's just, I haven't watched it for just that reason. Like, I just don't want to get it's, it, into 13 seasons of I did. But, it, I mean, it was good because it started, I started it right after the holidays. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's taken me through. So what season are you on now? Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> so you mean the inauguration? Uh, that's yeah, what I exactly. did. Exactly. You I watched. I mean, that's what I did. The whole that we, I didn't have my kids that weekend, and I got off of social media that 
Was it on a Friday or Saturday Sunday? I don't remember. The inauguration was Friday. Yeah, last Friday. It was so, the 20th. Tuned out. And then I did this thing because I knew my kids were safe. I, and, you know, with their dad, I, um, like, really just minimized using my phone. Like, I was yeah. basically just watching. Just watching great. I didn't do shuffling around the house. But I remember, I guess it was the, so the March was Saturday. Saturday? Yeah, uh-huh. the March was Saturday getting annoyed with people that were texting me like between both dates <laughs> about either one or because I'm like okay I'm in my bubble and I don't you know I've gotten off of Facebook I got off of Instagram which are basically only two social media platforms I use and I'm you know doing well I'm not and then people would text me and be like I don't want to see this I'm not bonding like it's funny um or again stuck in the group text like i don't want to don't want to see this yeah. <laughs> purposely don't want to see don't want to be in a text with 20 people that are all like texting um oh gosh well i'm glad Grey's anatomy has got me through on 13 seasons yes. i watched this great show john and i watched it together which is always good to find something that we both really really like and it's called goliath Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, Billy Bob Thornton won a Golden Globe, I think, for it, and um, which I've never even heard of. It. We just got the Amazon Prime thing, and um, he is the, the Goliath is a large law firm, and it's about Billy Bob Thornton's character going against this law firm and sort of like the case. And it was really, really, it was one that, and I haven't had this for a while, where you're like, let's watch another. You know, because it was just really good. well done. And I've recommended it to a couple people who had the same reaction. So that was good. Are you listening to any good podcasts? Podcast? Uh, I'm trying to think of something. Like some of them, the Colin shows, even are, we're dealing with politics. I kind of have skipped over those. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening We I was listening to Dave Ramsey. Yeah. Um, he's really interesting and um, learned a lot. He has a, it's kind of, I don't, it's not a religious show, but he talks about money, um, in the context, I think, of how he believes the Bible. It, it, I actually like it. I like yeah. it. Uh, surprisingly. It's a call-in show, and people will call in and kind of tell, um, their story, their financial story, and then at the end, you know, if they've gotten out of debt, they have, like, it's like a yell, right? Uh, I think it's called a debt-free scream. And they, yeah, can call in and, yeah. like, sort of tell their story and have a... Yeah. So that's been interesting. I, I He has, like, three hours. I can't well, do Well, yeah, that. he, that's one that, like, if you, yeah, he downloads three 40-minute podcasts a day, which, yeah. so, like, for somebody who's ACD like me and likes to keep their podcast yeah. queue all cleaned up and stuff, you're like... Seeing like thirty-seven podcasts, <laughs> it's like I'm never gonna be able to listen to all these. Yeah, I I've enjoyed listening to him too. I've, um, it's uh, I love call-in shows where people call in with their questions and problems and um, get an answer right there on the spot, like you know, yeah. just a quick radio answer. I love listening to that kind of stuff. So I'm checking my phone to see what I've been listening to. I'm kind of embarrassed to throw this one out there because it's um. I'm kind of 
told you I was, I've been interested in learning a little bit more about like metaphysical, like what it is. Uh-huh. And so I've just been listening to them. But I won't mention those because I will just <laughs> throw it over the top. <laughs> just throw it over the top. And then I'm still, you know, Savage Lovecast <clears throat> is one of my fixtures. And um, Tim Ferriss, the Tim Ferriss show, yeah. he just had a huge launch of his book. And um, listen to him. But I'm. I'm, uh, and I've been listening to one for, I should give this one credit because it was really helpful. I got a new puppy. Yeah. And so you can learn everything online. You can. And there's a podcast for everything you want to listen to. Uh, Teacher's pet, training your pet. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Podcast. (laughs) Has been very helpful. I just started listening to it. So I I, I liked it. It's a podcast called Call Your Girlfriend. As two like old friends, but they don't live in the same place, so they Skype and they record their uh, conversations and they talk about a lot of different things and they have guests and they had some really famous guests on, so I don't know how they managed to do that. Maybe we should call in and see. <laughs> Six degrees of separation. So, but that was good, yeah. Well, thank you. Oh, for thanks for having me. Jumping on. It's good to catch up. And um, I might throw up a blog. I might not. Um, <laughs> depends on the weather. Depends on how I feel and how I'm taking care of myself. Um, I do appreciate everyone who um, reads the blog, listens to the podcast. Um, if you would like to be notified, then the best way to probably know is either follow me on Instagram, uh, join the Facebook page, <clears throat> or... This is really important. I forgot. Oh, subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe. um, And you'll get a notification so you don't have to be checking um, the website. That's probably the the best way to get notified if something new is up. Um, Thank you. And thank you for all the feedback of the last few bits. That was my dog snoring. (laughs) We're done. (laughs) All right. Goodbye. See you you next week. (laughs) That was perfect.